Do you hear that? It sounds like cash to me. That's the Suzuki spin-to-win wheel that you have the chance to spin and win for cold, hard cash at the 2023 Troutcast Derby at Lake Cuyamaca. With 16 big fish winners awarded across two days, this is a family fun trout tournament that you won't want to miss. The lake has scheduled a massive stocking just before the event. Western Outdoor News will be giving every single angler a goodie bag stuffed with lures and giveaways so everyone is a winner. Visit wonews.com or the link in the show description for details and to enter. That's Troutcast, presented by Suzuki, April 15th and 16th at Lake Cuyamaca. Northern California halibut options, a look back at the past, sport boat shakeups, and an Eastern Sierra forecast, and more on Western Outdoor News. This is Western Outdoor News. Welcome to Western Outdoor News. I'm your host, Brad Van Zyl. Today on the show, good old Mike Stevens joins us to discuss his forecast for the Eastern Sierra opener and beyond. But first, let's talk about the headlines in the March 31st, 2023 issue of Western Outdoor News. Let's start in the north. Trolling for halibut is surprisingly hot in the San Francisco Bay. One reporter Dave Hurley spoke with Captain Chris Smith of the Pacific Dream and reported 16 halibut for 17 anglers on a recent trip. He said there's muddy conditions, there's high tides, cold, dirty water, and they were lucky to get 16 halibut for 17 anglers. So there's still some options to be had in the San Francisco Bay. Let's jump over to page five with our five on five feature that we have in every issue. We have five techniques for the, from the Striper Derby playbook, which will give you the edge when targeting Striper at this year's Striper Derby, May 5th and 6th on Lake Havasu. The five techniques that we talk about include your standard cut bait, swim baits, live bait, hard baits like jerk baits and crank baits. But one of the techniques that might catch you by surprise is fly coring. This involves trolling a specialized streamer type fly on lead core line. So for more details on that, we have some photos. Check it out on page five of the March 31st issue of Western Outdoor News. Moving on to a couple short casts this week with some sport boat shuffling in Southern California, Captain Rick Russell announced on Facebook that he has sold the Pacific Islander to Captain Jason Zanor and will be moving over to the helm of the Excalibur out of H&M Landing this season. In other wheelhouse news, Captain Rusty Padilla announced that Captain John Fisher will be running out of the freelance out of Davies Locker every Monday and Tuesday this season. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to seeing those fish counts and see how Captain John Fisher does on the freelance. Our throwback page this week, we feature it in every issue. We look back uh, the past 70 years of Western Outdoor News, and this week is no exception. Our throwback page, it looks back at issues from 1969 and 1970. The most shocking story that I saw out of those two issues with that was that there were three 10-day outdoor shows happening at the same time across L.A. and Orange County, which is just absolutely crazy to think about. Three 10-day shows happening at the same time. This is back in 1970 in L.A. and Orange County. They were they were competing, but geez, 10 days. I couldn't imagine, uh, first of all, working a show for 10 days or even attending a show for 10 days and and how you keep that fresh across all 10 days of a show like that. But I guess that's why we don't have 10-day shows anymore. 
Um, anyway, that is on uh, the throwback page of the most recent issue. Check out some photos. You can see what those shows look like back in the day, the good old days. Speaking of shows, there's a big show coming up next week in Sacramento, and I'll be there to see it myself. It's the Western Bass Shootout presented by DiscountTackle.com. This is a championship of sorts. It pits the best anglers from one bass, the Wild West Bass Trail, the MLF Toyota Series, and Apex against each other in a shootout on the California Delta. This is a three-day tournament that will be open to the public and held at Sacramento's Safe Credit Union Convention Center, and it'll feature an outdoor expo, live musical performances, a drive-in weigh-in. It's going to be a huge event, and entry is only $5, and it's sure to be an incredible show. So we'll see you there. That is next Friday through Sunday. That's April 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Sacramento Safe Convention Center, the Safe Credit Union Convention Center. Check it out at westernbassshootout.com for all the details. Let's move from incredible shows to incredible snows. Mike Stevens joined me earlier today to talk about the current conditions and the forecast of the Eastern Sierra season coming up. The general consensus is it's very much going to be a wait-and-see thing. Like, I'm not getting a lot <laughs> of real info out of them, um, and, I, and I don't blame them. Um, I've been working on the Eastern Sierra preview all week, so there's a lot of the most current information in there as far as um, who's planning to be open and you know some access stuff. Um, and I'm not going to spoil it. But you did a very interesting month-by-month forecast. Yeah. That's going to be in the Spring Outdoor (laughs) Preview. That's going to be hitting mailboxes next week. But once once that starts hitting (laughs) mailboxes, uh, I want to have you back on the podcast, of course, and Mm -hmm. discuss that month-by-month forecast that you have for the rest of the the season. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how my batting average is on my predictions for the whole year (laughs) right now, especially this year. Um, But uh, one of the things, just as an example of the stuff I was talking about at the shows, um, is I was talking to the Mammoth people, and they said there's there's four four feet of snow on Crowley. So um, that was a, a couple weeks ago. Um, they said the snow's got to melt first, then the ice starts to melt. Um, and was Crowley the lake that posted the photo of the swimming pool sized oh, right. area? The that little was... patch of open water out there. Yeah, but right. it's grown already since between now and then. You know, they keep posting photos of that, and it is, I mean, getting bigger. And I'm seeing other lakes, um, especially the lakes in Bridgeport. Um, it's been warmer up there over the last few days. Um, you can tell that the ice is starting to look like something that's about to break up. And um, from what I understand, they just need, along with the warmer days, I guess, you know, they said wind helps. Um, if they get like a warm rainstorm, that'll help too. But some of the some of the resorts and marinas up there are already kind of giving the best status update they can. For example, um, June Lake, which is the same – management as Crowley Lake, um, they're saying they're not going to have the docks or the boat rentals in on time for the opener. Hmm. Um, they plan to be open, um, and they plan to allow uh, private boat launching, 
but they're not going to have their fleet of rental boats ready in time. Got it. Um, another one right next door at a uh, Silver Lake. Um, they just they they posted a photo of the tunnel they dug to the front door of their store. I mean, there's 12 feet of snow on top of it, and it's literally they they were celebrating the fact that they got to the door. Wow. So they didn't say anything about their boat rentals, but they said they planned to be open by opening day. Um, so I'm sure that includes the store, um, but I don't know. They didn't mention anything about um, boat rentals or anything like that. Okay. Um, so this is – this is again talking about the current condition. We're also teasing the opener, which mm-hmm. you've been to many an an, op- uh, an opener over the years. Yeah, uh, but this doesn't mean that the whole season's trash. I mean, what no. what does this mean for the whole season? The whole season is going to be outstanding. I mean, it's it's great for the whole season. It's just going to be um, fishing wise. I think after the season opens of, um, on the last Saturday of April, um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better because once that once that snow melt really starts to come down and another thing they told me at the show was uh, local um, hydrologists they look for three consecutive 70 degree days or just when it reaches 70 degrees on three straight days that will start um, ramping up the runoff and once that starts it doesn't matter what happens after that it's going to keep going and nothing's going to stop it. And with the record snow up there, it's going to, it's going to blast down those mountains and it's going to blow out the creeks and it's going to, um, it's going to fill up the lakes, but they're going to be cold and off color, um, for a while. Um, but I mean, some of the, I mean, it's, it's going to be worth it. I mean, there's lakes up there like South Lake and Labrina down in, so, I mean, Sabrina. I was going to say, what's Labrina? Yeah, South, South Lake and, uh, Lake Sabrina and, uh, Bishop Creek Canyon. Um, they got so low over the last few years that they couldn't even get the stock truck to them. Um, so they'll fill back up. Everything's going to fill back up, but it's going to take a long time for the Creek flows to come back down. Um, my buddy, a guide in Bishop Fred Rowe, said he doesn't think he's going to fish the lower Owens River until fall mm-hmm. um, because they're just going to have to keep the gates open to let all that water down for so long um, that the Owens is going to be very difficult for most of the summer. So, it, it, But other than that, I mean, everything is going to remain cooler, and this is in my month-to-month thing that you mentioned. Um the water is going to remain cooler well into the summer. Like usually, usually August is very tough fishing because the water gets really warm. The fish all go deep and you only can get them by getting bait down as deep as you can or trolling lead core, which not everybody does. And, but this year there's so much snow up there. There's just going to be that constant runoff even after it tapers off and gets back down to normal. It's still going to be flowing in there. still going to be keeping things cool. Um, so there's going to be a much longer window of summer fishing. Like it's going to be good in August. It's going to be good in September and that'll carry us right into fall when it's always good. So, wow. Okay. So colder water almost throughout the whole season is yeah, probably what we're that, looking at. Yeah. Colder water and plenty of it. You know, we, to start the day, I think this was the beginning of today. The discussion was whether we should use the word unprecedented right? when it came to, uh, this Eastern Sierra opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
tell me why we've decided to go with the word unprecedented. Um, I think as far as the season goes, um, I feel comfortable using the word unprecedented because of the record level of snowpack they have up there. So the whole season is going to be like no other season ever before. As far as the opener, there's been plenty of openers where there's, pl- there's snow everywhere. Like after the last miracle winter, there was snow everywhere. And I've been up there when it wasn't a great winter, but it snowed th- over 30 inches the day before. So you woke up to snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be kind of a combo of both where it, it snowed late into the season. Um, and there's just, there's just so much of it up there. Like I, like I said, even the locals don't exactly know what to expect. Wow. So. And at that point, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be something to look forward to. So, uh, you know, keep, t- uh, stay tuned to Western Outdoor News. We've, we're going to have Eastern Sierra coverage all season long, but of course it kicks off with our, uh, April 14th issue of Western Outdoor News hitting mailboxes and newsstands next week. Um, let's let's kind of pivot from eastern sierra to uh it's an, another tournament that's going on the weekend of april 14th 15th and 16th uh at lake cuyamanca that's trout cast and uh tell me about lake cuyamanca right now i mean st- let's talk about water levels I mean, right the first thing that comes to mind is that picture billy egan showed us you know right before he left of it looked like one of the one of the piers was underwater right we've known that the main dam is under a couple feet of water and the water spilling into that upper basin um and that's been going on for a while and to the point where they're actually stocking that other side um i remember as a kid in the 90s um you know when there was always plenty of water in there um it was a very popular fly fishing deal to go into that upper basin in a float tube and fly fish and to be fly fishing in southern california for trout in the mountains it's pretty cool so yeah the i mean the conditions have been shaping up for trout cast all winter long you know they've got their own creeks and you know the water's been pouring in there the lake's filled up stocking's been going on and now finally we're getting some breaks in the weather you know it's it's been warmer it's going to get warmer next week so um, I think it's going to be outstanding. And this is the third one. Um, yeah, this is uh, number yeah. three. I think um, fishing-wise, this will be the best easily. I mean, fishing was pretty good at the first two. Um, but the way everything's lining up, um, I think this one will be the best. It'll set the high water It'll set the high water mark. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, you walked right into that one. So yeah, yeah, this is our this is our Western Outdoor News Troutcast. We have tons of prizes. We have uh, Mercury Spin to win on the prize wheel. It's it's uh, it's basically turns into Wheel of Fortune. You spin mm-hmm. the wheel at our award ceremony. Uh, it's the spots are going to be raffled off. You get to spin the wheel until we're done giving away money. So. Uh, massive giveaways. Every angler gets a goodie bag that's filled with lures like Thomas Boyance, rooster tails, uh, power bait jars. I mean, we have everything packed in there. That's trout cast at Lake Cuyamaca. We can't wait to see everybody out there and and take a look at Lake Cuyamaca. That's what I've heard and seen is unrecognizable, really. <laughs> so it'll be a, a trout cast unlike any other and an Eastern Sierra opener like any other. Jumping back to Eastern Sierra Stevens, tell me what your plans, if you were an angler at this point in time, you know, there's still some updates to happen between now and the opener. And as a reminder, that's 
uh, going to be April 29th and 30th. That's kind of the opener weekend there. Mm-hmm. But uh, tell me, at this current point in time, what would your plans be for the opener? I, I would be looking for the um, the lakes that are most likely going to ice out in time. Um, and that's probably going to be, I mean, really, it's just the, low, the lower elevation lakes up there. So forget about the Mammoth Lakes Basin and uh, places like Virginia Lakes, uh, Rock Creek Lake probably won't be open. A lot of that higher stuff, even the higher stuff you can drive to, isn't going to be open for the opener this year. And, and many years it's not open. It's not just because it's this year. Um, I think Crowley has a great shot at finally being open and having all their boats, um, the boat situation um, up to speed. And the June Lake Loop, um, I, I feel, will be open. I mean, it's not a sure thing. Um, Jeremy Ross up there at Ernie's Tackle um, a, a few weeks ago, he was starting to worry. He was like, man, I hope, I, you know, I hope we have water to fish. But, um, in all the openers I've covered, I've never seen those lakes not be available. Convict is normally available, um, on opening day. Um, it's kind of a different situation from, from those other ones I mentioned, because they're not, I mean, while you can get to it very easily, it's surrounded by peaks, so it doesn't get as much sun. And it, it gets cold in there a lot earlier than everywhere else. So that'll be one to keep an eye on. And I think the lakes in Bridgeport will be fishable. So if me personally, um, I usually base out of Mammoth, so I would probably fish Crowley. And if, Convi- if, if Crowley and Convict are both open, I would do some combo of both. Okay. All right. Well, we have a lot to look forward to and a lot of updates between now and the opener. But uh, thank you for the insight and the current status update, Mike Stevens. Appreciate that. Um, All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode of the Western Outdoor News Podcast. Thanks for sticking with us Uh, the last couple weeks. You know, we had show season. And, uh, you know, let's, let's actually just talk about that for a minute. So we had the PCS show. And followed by the Bart Hall show in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And, man, it was great to see everybody again. It was almost like a family reunion, having the shows back and mm-hmm. being full swing of kind of one after the other. And a lot of people ended up coming up to the show or, or coming up to the, or the booth at the show and saying how much they enjoyed the podcast. So, you know, you guys are a major portion of the reason why, you know, we're we're still uh, doing this thing. And hearing you guys uh, provide the feedback and say how much you love listening to it really, really mm-hmm. makes us feel, you know, makes us feel special. <laughs> what can I say? So uh, thank you so much for the kind words. Stevens, what did you, uh, what were some standout things that you saw at the Bart Hall show since it was last weekend? Uh, the hall show, I, I, I dug it. I, dug, I told Pat, um, Pat McDonald, I told him, I texted him after on the way home from the first show um, that I dug the, the layout, kind of how, remember how it used to be just long aisles, just straight lines um, that just seemed endless. Well, now um, the first part of the aisles were kind of like that, and then it kind of opened up down there so you can wander around a little more. And I remember I did hear some people – Saying, oh, it felt like, you know, it was hard to f- figure out where we were, you know, to get back in to, to see where the next aisle started. But I, I kind of dug that. It felt like there was uh, more room to operate. Um, that people definitely, I mean, I sh- the first day I showed up and there were a couple hundred people in line, you know, waiting to get in. Um, the crowds were good. And like all of us, everyone was just stoked to have show season back at full speed anyway. I mean, there mm-hmm. were people we saw 
at both shows like same people came up to our booth so people went attended both um and for me um i'd never been to the pcs show so i did del mar pcs i did the full thing and i went to day at the docks so for the first time you know i got to do the full you know show show tour yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and i think a pleasant surprise too day at the docks is back for the first time in four years and uh man that that the turnout looked like it was incredible and also just seemed like such a fun event down there in San Diego. So Yeah, yeah. I've always liked that one. I dig how it's outside and, you know, it's free. And um, I, I just went down there just to check it out. You know, I wasn't working that one. Um, so I brought my six-year-old down there and we took a couple boat rides and he fished a couple times for mackerel and <laughs> off the dock. And, you know, it's cool. Next thing you know, I mean, I was I was there for over four hours and it went by quick. I mean, yeah, there were a couple half-hour boat rides in there, but it, it was very cool to have it back. And, you know, I, I'm planning on making that an annual thing for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're happy to, to see everybody, and hopefully the next time we meet is either on a, on a Western Outdoor News Charter or, uh, or a Troutcast or Striper Derby or one of our Juan Bass events. I mean, even though it's the end of show season, it's not the end oh, yeah. of everything else that we do here at Western Outdoor News. And if you're at the opener and you see Mike Stevens in a in a Western Outdoor News t-shirt, go say hi. Tell him you heard him on It'll the podcast. It'll probably be the sweatshirt. Yeah, it'll yeah, be, it'll yeah. be the green hoodie. Right. <laughs> green hoodie, Western Outdoor News. Look for him and, uh, I don't know, throw an egg at him or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening this uh, to this episode, guys. We will uh, we'll talk to you next week. This is Western Outdoor News.